Hello, this is Saeedus Zaman from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 4th of September. The Indian Space Research Organization today said that the Vikram lander has achieved another significant milestone as it made another soft landing on the moon's surface. In a hop experiment, the lander activated its engines, raised itself by roughly 40 centimeters, and landed safely 30 to 40 centimeters away, according to space agency. This successful hop experiment could have a huge impact on future missions launched with the goal of returning samples from the moon as well as future human journeys. On 23rd of August, the lander module with the rover Pragyan in the belly accomplished a successful soft landing. Pragyan was then set down on the lunar surface. The Supreme Court today asked National Conference MP Muhammad Akbar Lone to file an affidavit pledging his allegiance to the Constitution of India, Indian Express reported. The Supreme Court's remarks came after the center strongly condemned Lone for allegedly chanting Pakistan Zindabad on the floor of the Jammu and Kashmir Assembly in 2018. Solicitor General Tushar Mehta on behalf of the union government urged the Supreme Court to act saying if nothing was done it might encourage similar behavior. Lone is a key petitioner in petitions challenging the modification of Article 370 of the Constitution. The NGO Roots in Kashmir brought the matter before the court. The Council for Roots in Kashmir informed the bench which also included justices SK Kaul, Sanjeev Khanna, BR Gawai and Surya Kant that he had filed an additional affidavit with the details and that Lone had expressed no regret for what he had said. Another counsel stated that the legislator said outside the house that he stood by all he said in the JNK assembly. Kapil Sibal contended in the early days of the hearing that the president of India did not have broad powers to silence the will of the people of JNK. through a series of executive measures that destroyed JNK's statehood and repealed article 370 the congress has slammed the center for its handling of the situation in manipur claiming that the state has been forgotten by the narendra modi government 4 months after ethnic violence erupted pti reported jairam ramesh a congress mp alleged that while the prime minister and his drum beaters are preoccupied with the g20 manipur has been neglected for 4 months his comments came after the manipur government relocated the last of 10 cookie families totaling 24 individuals from Imphal's west New Lambulain region. The families had lived for decades and refused to move elsewhere. According to an official, these families were transferred early Saturday to the cookie-dominated Kangpokpi district on the northern side of the Imphal valley because they had become vulnerable targets. More than 160 people have died and hundreds have been injured in ethnic confrontations in Manipur since early May, when a tribal solidarity march was arranged in the hill areas to oppose the Metis community's demand for scheduled tribe designation. Metis make up around 53% of Manipur's population and dwell primarily in the Imphal Valley. Nagas and Kukis make up somewhat more than 40% of the population and live in the hill districts. Listeners, News Laundry possesses exclusive footage capturing Monu Manisar and his gang's action through a fly on the wall perspective. Independent filmmakers meticulously followed Monu and his associates from late 2021 to early 2022 to create this short film. Help us tell the story by contributing to this NL Sena. We are able to bring you our reports and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 900 rupees a quarter. Manipur Chief Minister N Biren Singh today said that the Manipur police have filed an FIR against the Editors Guild of India fact-finding team. The fact-finding team visited Manipur and issued a report on media coverage of the ethnic violence, Indian Express reported. The police accused them of attempting to incite further riots in the state. which has been affected by ethnic violence for nearly 4 months in a report released on saturday the egi stated that it had received multiple representations that the media in manipur was playing a partisan role in the continuing ethnic violence 
Seema Mustafa, president of the Editors Guild of India, and three members, Seema Guha, Bharat Bhushan, and Sanjay Kapoor, have been booked. Guha, Bhushan, and Kapoor travelled to the state last month to study the media coverage of the ethnic violence. The FIR is based on a complaint filed by Gangom Sarath, a self-styled social worker from Imphal West. According to the complaint, a caption stated that the smoke was blowing from a cookie residence, but it was actually the residence of a forest official. Based on this, the complaint concluded that the entire report is false and sponsored by cookie militants. The editors guild recognized the error in caption and said that they regret the error that crept in at the photo editing stage. The Press Club of India has issued a statement against the FIR, saying, and I quote, "This is a strong-arm tactic by the state government, which amounts to intimidation of the apex media body of the country." Unquote. After an anti-Muslim protester set fire to the Quran, riots erupted in an immigrant neighborhood in Sweden's third-largest city, Malmo. Police said, Malmo police claimed they were attacked with rocks and scores of cars were set on fire, including one in an underground garage during the events that began Sunday and lasted overnight. The skirmishes began on Sunday as anti-Islam activist Salwan Momika burnt a copy of the Quran, prompting an angry mob to try to stop him while police apprehended several people. At least three persons have been detained. The burning of the Quran has generated outrage in Muslim countries as well as attacks on Swedish diplomatic posts and threats from Islamic extremists. Muslim leaders in Sweden have urged the authorities to find a solution to put an end to the Quran burnings. Sweden repealed its last blasphemy laws in the 1970s and the government has stated that it has no plans to reinstate them. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com/subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest news laundry experience, download our app, watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed, pay for news, protect democracy, save the world. Mm-hmm.